right, everybody. Peace. Welcome to the Sorry to Bother You show. Wherever I have you are listening, we are so grateful to have you here with us. As you guys know, I'm your host, Kashawn Cottle. And today I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Dre Pennington. Yo, we back. It's been a while, but we're back. We lo- I love doing this, man. It's fun. <laughs> we are back. Dre, uh, how are you feeling today? Oh, man, I feel, you know, I feel great. Like, you know, we got a show in. You know, we got to see you know the good good old goat or uh, you know walk this God's green earth. Uh, you know, but it is what it is. Like you know, we have gonna be a good day. It's gonna be a good show. Yes. Uh, before we start, I do need to give some congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for beating the Kansas City Chiefs, who were my Super Bowl prediction going into the preseason. Um, both of ours. Both of ours. Uh, Tom Brady has solidified his place in NFL history as perhaps well, not only the greatest quarterback of all time, but possibly the greatest player of all time. Maybe. I don't know, man. It's hard to go against them. That was, a, this would be really impressive. Yeah. Um, we made the game not even fun to watch. Facts. I completely <laughs> agree. I like, I literally was like, this is so boring now. Right. Uh, But I still think Patrick Mahomes has a chance to become the greatest quarterback of all time, in my opinion. I definitely agree. Yeah. Um, But, Dre, that's enough football for right now. Uh, I do have a topic that I want to discuss today. Uh, Before we start, though, I've said this before on our show, that sports can be a great representation and a great reflection of how life can be due to the lessons that it can teach us over time. Uh, sports can teach us to go through it, to how to go through adversity, how to communicate with others, how to develop leadership qualities, how to uh, compromise and sacrifice for the betterment of others. These are all skills and lessons that sports can teach us. And Dre, uh, there's a there's a pretty a serious topic that I want to talk about today. And the topic is, do you have a you problem? And the backdrop I want to use to segue us into this conversation is the uh, situation that Kyrie Irving went through uh, about a month ago where he took some time off from well, Jerry, why don't you explain this? Let's why don't you explain yeah. that? So um Kyrie basically took some time off to um kind of just I would say self-reflect and you know get get his mind into the season. And I think he was more it was a little bit about his family also, just reflect on all of that. And people kind of had a they really had like a I don't want to say a problem, but they they took notice to it and they didn't think that it was the best thing for him and his team. And I don't I don't know how I would feel about that, especially mm-hmm. since you're an athlete and you're trying to like focus on the game. So, you know, you're trying to try, you're trying to make yourself better for so, so your team is going to be more successful. So I don't know. That, that's a little different for me. Right. Well, Dre, the, like you, you brought it up. Did you see the flack and the scrutiny he was getting for him taking that time off to be by himself? The, the point I want to make, or the, one of the first points I want to make is that if you feel like you need to separate yourself from something 
from an area, from a situation, environment, group of people, whatever it may be, to better yourself or to get yourself in the right state of mind, you absolutely need to do that. And you shouldn't feel any remorse or feel sorry for having to do that to, to fix your self-care. You should never feel sorry for bettering yourself. Now, those if those people care about you, they'll understand that you need to separate yourself and you need this time to to get yourself together, get to mentally re- recalibrate and refocus. But um, with that being said, Dre, that uh, that that obviously pertains to life as well. That um, no matter the situation, if you need to separate yourself, then you do that. Um, but I mean, what do you think? What do you, what do you think about that? Just in general about what, what Kyrie Irving did. Um, I think that it, if it was the best thing for him and for them to be successful, you 110% do it. Um, there's been a big thing about mental health lately and about how people can, you know, become overworked. If they're overworked, they just get burnout. Like, you know, that's that happens in the NBA. Look at there's been several players who either retired early or kind of just left the game or just didn't care about the game the same way as as much as they used to because they were burnt out so why why exert make him exert that type of energy to where he he he's gonna get burned out early like people have been talking about Kyrie said he wants to leave the nba by the time he's like what 33 32 mm-hmm. like that's those are prime those are still prime years like you don't want him to leave like you want him to love the game and i think one of the things that 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 way that could happen is if he's kind of pushed out through the media and I think I think this was more one of his ways to just like step way back up and get himself ready again yeah yeah well and that's true especially pertaining to the sports world Trey but let's um let's transition a little bit out of the yeah. sports world okay that was sports and, world. and like you said that a lot of people well to be honest the athletes so they said they're, they're able to assess and realize the problem that they have right yeah so if we, if we pertain that to life, a lot of people have what we call a you problem, right? So a problem that what that's within themselves that either they don't know or they're ignoring and that becomes projected onto other yeah. people. And like you say, you see it in sports, people that felt like they had a problem they need to address, they stepped away from the situation. Now that can pertain to life as well because a lot of us, Dre, either lack the understanding, self-awareness, responsibility, or just quite frankly are maybe ignoring the fact that we have are having issues that we need to address and we're ignoring them. Now, Dre, why do you think individuals, just people in general, perhaps ignore some of the problems that they have about themselves? Um, I think that people struggle, they struggle, struggle heavily with just identifying the problem at, at first, honestly. That's what I think is one of the biggest problems. Um, some people may not think that they have a problem. They may not They may not think like that their problem is that, that like not major. It's not ma- not as major. Yeah. But they they never necessarily take that time to really just self-reflect and look back at themselves. Like, like look, at, look at themselves and really think like, okay, what can, how can I be better? How, what can I do that, that could have went like how that could have went better in any situation, whether in just life in general, like they, they don't look back just, you know, 
just the past year and see like, okay, like how could I have improved my situation from what I was yeah. and how could it have been better, a better year than it was the year before? Like right. it, some people just don't know how to do that. Right. I, I agree 100% Trey. And what you, what you notice though, Dre, is that people that ignore the problems they have within themselves, they, they like I said earlier, they project that onto other people. And so you might come across someone that's, you know, maybe upset about something or they're, they're flagrantly mad about something going on and they're projecting that onto other people. They're bringing that negative energy onto other people because they're not right within themselves. They don't, they don't know how to fix what they have going on within themselves. So they're saying, okay, I don't know how to fix what I have going on. So I'm going to put my, my anger out on this, on the, to the rest of the world. Cause that's going to cope. That's the coping mechanism for them, for those people. Right. Yeah. But but what happens, right? No one's winning from that situation. No, that's a lose-lose situation for everybody involved in that. And that's why it's so important that to, if you not only, like you said, to identify the problem first, but then to fix it. But you can't fix the problem if you don't identify it. So, Dre, what do you think is, for you, for you, what is something you do to help identify a problem you have about yourself? So- I'll say one of the things that I use, I like to do to identify is I just look at, see if I've been in these past situations before, and I look at like how they how they could have been like how how they how, uh, how things kind of went sour, or what was it something that I ignored or like I just look at look at every single step like that was taken towards like in that situation, and how it kind of went bad like if it's from, um, uh, just say a relationship standpoint you could. I look at my like how myself i'm like i'm not the like i'll be like okay i'm not the greatest communicator mm-hmm. what were the steps that i took when i was looking like okay what type of communication was was being like put out there was it just like was i not doing the little things or was i ignoring like certain major things like just stuff like that like just certain things that i just kind of overlooked or took for granted in a way right that that's how i would look at things Okay. Okay. I think that's a perfect way to identify it. Now, Dre, uh, you know, moving forward with this, what, wh- how, do you think there's a time limit for how long you need to separate yourself from, you know, either a person or a situation in order to um, fix yourself? Is there, is there a time limit for that? Or what do you think? I, I think so. Yeah. Cause you know, um, the saying, like, not the saying, but you know, you wait too long, and especially if, if if it pertains to relationships or just opportunities, I would say you wait too long, then those opportunities may pass you. Um, but if you you go into it too fast, then the opportunity really may not have been for you, and it may have went over like something. Maybe not, it may not have been a good thing for you, and you weren't mentally ready. Okay. So, like, I think there's a I think depending on who you are, there's a timeline of how like how things you have to structure it. Like, it's just. Like if it's a job opportunity, take take a little bit before you accept that job offer to really think like, okay, am I really ready for this? Okay. Um, if it's a relationship, you know, take take that time. If you need to take a time away from a relationship, take the take the time. Like let your partner know and actually have the conversation conversation with them because you may not have you may it may have been too much for you at that time and you just don't, didn't even know. And Dre, it's funny you say that. Um... I want to come back to that topic, but I I think that that 
that has that reflection has to start before you even get into not only relationship, but also maybe going into a job interview. Because like you just said, if you get yourself into the relationship first, before you're able to fix the problems you have with yourself, you're caught, you're bringing toxicity and you're bringing negative energy and drama into the relationship that doesn't need to be there. And then you see people that need to take breaks or maybe end their relationship early. But if you did your work beforehand on fixing yourself and realizing some problems that you have, you know, whatever problems you need to address, then that could have been fixed. And now you're going into a new relationship, a new job, whatever environment may be healthy and revitalized and rejuvenated and not having any toxic energy. But so that's why I would say that in terms of taking time to fix yourself and to address whatever personal problems within yourself that you have, I think you, need, you should take as long as you need to, whether that be a week to yourself, a month to yourself, a year to yourself, multiple years, you take as long as you need to fix yourself because if you can't fix yourself, you're never going to be the best version of yourself if you're constantly having emotional baggage and problems and trauma that haven't been addressed yet. And I want to bring this back to Kyrie for a little bit, Dre. We know that Kyrie missed seven games because of what he had going on. But I would have no problem with Kyrie missing, frankly, the rest of the year if that meant he would have been a better individual overall. And I'm just going to say this that real quick, and then we can get off sports. Kyrie's averaging 28, and 28, 7, and 6 right now or something like that since he's been from off, from off that hiatus. And so that just shows people that like, there's positives into like fixing yourself. And it's almost and it's a necessity to be the best version of yourself. But going back off of, uh, off of sports, uh, so Dre, so you feel like there's a time, if you're already in a relationship, you feel like there should be a time limit for how long you take to uh, to fix yourself. Yeah, because I I like I think some people I think it depends on the person because some like how much time they need. Some people it takes a longer time than others to for them to really figure out like do they want to do this or not or do they are they the best version of themselves that that they should be in this and like you said it should happen before this is something that you should like you should have that this like discussion with yourself before but some people do it the like they they do better with it during i'll say that mm-hmm. and and then sometimes it's like are some people have to like realize like am i willing to change for that person or am i willing to change for this opportunity and i think that some people are just like some people just say no like they're not willing to change they're not willing to like maybe they're not ready to make that next step and be the next the, the best person for themselves the best person for someone else now what if now what if them changing for that relationship or that job what if them changing for that doesn't lead to the best version of, them, of themselves and they know that and that's why they're not that's okay so that's understandable so they're like but then I think with that, that's a person who knows him, themselves. Like they already were in it and they already knew like, okay, this isn't something for me. I know this isn't going to benefit me. I need to just go ahead and step away. Yeah. That's that's a person who knows themselves though. Okay. Gotcha. I agree. And, and, and Jerry, just, you know, saying on the topic of relationships, a lot of people bring their insecurities and their emotional baggage into these relationships, man. And 
they they project that onto their significant other and what what we see is people start to say well gosh this relationship is so difficult man like i don't know what's going on with my partner it's hard to communicate with them you know and all this but dre i talk about this all the time relationships aren't difficult it's difficult people that make relationships difficult and so what happens is that people bring this trauma and baggage because they don't know how they don't know how to fix it. Maybe they don't they don't they're afraid to be by themselves. They're afraid to be with their thoughts. They're afraid to look within themselves to see what's going on. And so they say, okay, let me get let me go get with somebody because that's gonna that's gonna prevent me from being alone and that's gonna save me from having to tackle the issues I have. And what you see is you're you're bringing that that energy onto someone else. And you just you just create a toxic environment for both of you guys. I I completely agree with that. Like, if you 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 tend to notice that the people who can't be legit like by themselves are like have a difficulty like understanding who they are, even their own identity. Like that's a that that's crazy. That's really crazy to think about. Like, um, and I think people struggle with that. Like you do. People struggle with finding their own identity. Yeah. Yeah, and that and that's a huge insecurity. And like you said, when you don't find your if you never find your your value or your true identity, you're gonna you're gonna spend your whole life your whole life wishing that you were someone else. And we see this on via social media. We see people that you know pale post their successful things on or what they have yeah. going on, and we see people that they they look at that and they say to themselves oh man, he didn't really do that. Or she didn't really do that. Like they, they try to belittle other people's success. And what, and something I'm really big on is that if you feel insecure, when you hear about another person's success, no, 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 that's a, that's a you problem. You have a problem within yourself that needs to be addressed. And like you said, it's an insecurity, maybe a lack of identity, bro. Man, like I, I never understood the, the crabs in a barrel mentality. And that, that's what I kind of bring it back to. And I, I don't, I don't get that. That that's never something that I, I like, I feel that is, is a, is something that I, I want to have in my inner circle either. And right. like, just, be, just speaking for me personally, I don't, I don't think anyone should have that and should want to have that in the inner circle period, but it's something that does happen. It does. Like, Go ahead. No, no. I was just say like it, you, you have people that you have people that you never like, you have people I would say that are like your biggest, your biggest motivators or your biggest like um, supporters. And they might not like, they might not even know you who you are like that. But then you have people who are close to you who aren't, who are like, they may be your biggest hater or one of your biggest downfalls. Like that's, that's stuff that does happen. Like, and it's crazy to, ha- it's crazy to think. And that's, and I think that, you know, find your, Finding your identity kind of helps helps out with that because then you you figure out who you want in your circle. Yes. What's what you need in your circle that you need to like motivate you or help you out. Absolutely, one hundred percent, bro. Absolutely, and not only that, Dre, but also the energy that you put out is the energy that you're gonna get back to you, right? So they say birds of a feather flock together, but the reason that is because you know like seeketh like. So say, for instance, if I'm someone that, you know, is goal driven or maybe if I'm someone that, you know, is lazy and doesn't like to work, I'm going to be attracted to someone 
that has the same type of energy that I have. And so what you see in, I'm going to move this over to relationships again, that people that have you know emotional trauma, emotional baggage, uh, insecurities that haven't been addressed, they're going to naturally gravitate towards people that have those same tendencies because that's their comfort. They're at peace with them because they're, they're the same. And that's how we, that's how toxic relationships are developed from right there. Man, like, I don't think people understand like uh, the bringing emotional baggage into a relationship. Like you, you should, you really want to solve those type of things before you get into a relationship with someone, because then now, like you said before, you're projecting your own insecurities upon that other person, but something upon that that person. Speaking of relationships specifically, mm-hmm. you like you walk in it, you're walking into that relationship cut up and scarred, and you don't even realize like that person that is right there, maybe trying to help you, and you may self-sabotage it. And that's that's and it's not even it may not even be all all to it your fault. It's just like the person before you really got to me, and it's just like, well, I'm not them, but you've already cast that you've already you as a person have already cast that, that upon them like you're like you're seeing the other upon like cast that that thought about your significant other upon them like yeah it, and it, it's crazy to think about honestly absolutely and you know that's that's that form that's a form of self-sabotage and that stems from people not being able to take accountability for their actions right so we all that's something we all struggle with you know we lack accountability but when you're able to take accountability for your, not only for your actions, but also for maybe some, we'll say toxic traits that you may have. Once you, but once you take accountability, you're able to address it and then fix it. And once that's fixed, now you know how to treat someone because you know how to treat yourself. And you know, it, it, this is an old cliche, but you never, you can never truly love someone or care for someone until you've learned to love and care for yourself. And with that sense from like, but the only way you can learn how to love yourself is to know who you are, right? Because you can't love something that you don't know. The only way you can learn to love yourself is to know who you are. And I think that's where it stems from. Yeah, that's so true. Like I, uh, it, I think people, I think people struggle every day about just, just learning, learning about oneself. Like, how do you, and my, my question is for you, um, how do you think you, like learn to just kind of love yourself. This is just speaking in general. How do you think a person learns to love themselves? Like what what do you what should they do on a like what are some things that any tips that you have for them to do on a daily that they should try? Just on the daily, I always recommend to people writing in a journal. Uh what I what I would recommend doing is you get a journal and you write three things down that you're grateful for for that for that day. Then you write three things down that you wish you did better. And then you write three things down that you like about yourself. Then you write three things down that you're that you're grateful for, right? And so by doing that, you are you are reminding yourself that I have to be appreciative for the things that are in my life. I have to reflect on what I did today and show me how to improve. And three, and then also. I have to reflect and remind myself that I am a, I'm a great person. I'm a good person. And, you know, I'm, I'm blessed by the most high and that, that with that alone, that I'm enough to be great. You know, you don't have to rely on anybody else. I don't have to go to external sources. Me alone 
is good enough, you know? And yeah. so I would recommend writing in a journal because it causes you to reflect and to really be alone with your thoughts. But I, th but I think what it stems from Dre is first you have to, you have to be okay with being by yourself. Yeah. But people, but we, and we, we all do this. We're all victims of this. Sometimes we're afraid of our thoughts because of how powerful they can be. But once you learn to control your thoughts, once you learn to control your emotions, once you learn to you know, analyze and reflect, then you can truly become the individual you were meant to be. But that's what I would recommend. Yeah. Yeah. But also, Dre, um, going back into uh, the relationship aspect of this, um, what we also find is that you know, we say like seeks like. There's a reason that people who have taken the time to know who they are and know who they are individuals, when they get into relationships, they're they're better off. They for some reason they feel like they're in a better relationship once they get out of something toxic. Because but the reason for that is because when you get out of a toxic environment relationship, it forces you to learn something new about yourself, forces you to come to grips with what happened, come to reality and to fix yourself. And we see most people, they go into something better, but it's because they're now they're attracting something that is new. They're no longer that toxic person. Now they're a new, refreshed, revitalized individual. So they're going to attract a different kind of person now, which is going to lead to a better relationship. Okay. So do you think that, like, speaking of just, just the toxic environment or toxic person, do you think that people know that they're like toxic do you think toxic people know that they're toxic or is it just something that's like they just figure out like later on when they actually when they actually sit down and self-reflect so i think there's levels to this uh -huh. <laughs> so so you know we're talking about you problems people problems you have with yourself there are some people that have a problem with themselves, but they're ignorant to the fact they don't know. And that's when the projection comes on. They start projecting it onto other people subconsciously. But then there's other people that know what the problem is, but they refuse to fix it. Now that is very dangerous and detrimental. And those are the type of people to obviously stay away from. But I, there, there are levels. Yes, there are levels to this, absolutely. See, I think that's, I think that's something that like, like, one of the things that when we say about the bad, like people bringing in, like emotional baggage, like, you don't want to be, you don't want to become toxic. Yeah. Because then I think, like now, that's that's where the is it a me thing or is it just like every, like it's still a me thing because you know, you kind of put out that energy that you, you like you said you you attract what the energy that you put out. Absolutely. And I think that when you're putting out like toxic energy and you're not, you know, just, just being the best version of you, I think you don't, I don't think you get the best, the best partner, I would say. Absolutely. 100%. Because you're not the best version of yourself. So you're not going to attract the, the best possible person that you can be with. Yeah. Absolutely. And in, in, we keep coming back to the, to the concept of being alone, being by yourself. Yeah. And, you know, my pops is always telling me this old, this old saying that 
some men would rather live alone in a hut as opposed to living in a castle with another king. And what, what that's meant to detail is that there's value in being alone. There's value in being by yourself. Even though it may not appear to be the best situation, there's still a value. There's something beautiful about being alone with yourself and being okay with that. And there's that is far more valuable than the the opposing side of what appears to be luxury, being with someone else. But you know, you you can't really appreciate that if you can't appreciate living in the hut. You gotta appreciate yeah. living in the hut, being alone by yourself and loving that before you can truly appreciate living in the castle. So appreciate the hut first, love living there, love being by yourself. There's something beautiful about that. And I, you know, we take that for granted sometimes. No, we do. I think that, especially me, how, how I am, I enjoy like my time, my, my me time. And I don't think people get enough of that. Like, like you said, the people are scared of their own thoughts. That's, to me, that's, that's like mind blowing because it's like, well, when I'm by myself, I get to finally like think on my own and I get to like get all my thoughts out. Yeah. Like I can be as, as however I want to be by myself. But I think people are sometimes scared, like you said, scared of who they are when they're by themselves. Right. And that's that's really weird. I and I think that like it seems like we're coming full circle around about everything we're talking about. Like yep. identity, knowing yourself, and then also, you know, just knowing how like knowing how to get your own time and like the, the toxicity and stuff like that. Like, it's just, yeah. it, it, it's, it's mind boggling at times. Absolutely. But, but, uh, but Dre, people, we, we also have to understand that this, this concept of fixing the problem you have within yourself, is not going to be done in a day. And no. quite frankly, it's never really truly done. You're always finding ways to better yourself. You're always finding ways to improve upon yourself. And this is a this is a daily progression that all of us have to do throughout our lifetimes. You know, we have to constantly take time to appreciate our long time being by ourselves and fixing ourselves. And we have to be okay with that taking an extended period of time. But what happens also, Dre, is that people are afraid of we all do this, we're afraid of being by ourselves because we're afraid of letting down the people in our circle, you know, whether it be our significant other friends, family, the, our job, whatever it may be, we're afraid to be by ourselves because we don't want to let them down. Man, what would you say about that? Um, I would say that I think that's a true statement. Like you, uh, uh, re repeat that one. That was a lot to say again. Yeah. So people are, they're afraid to be by themselves because they don't want to let down their, their significant other or their teammates or their job, family, whatever. But the point I want to get get to is raise that if those people truly love you and they support you, they care about you, they're going to be okay with you taking time to yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. It's like the, um, the, the, how like every kid, I'm, and I, I say this for, for everyone who every per, everybody has that one person that they never want to let down. And then they'll like, they always want to be successful. Like their fear of failure and everything. But that person always just love, like they always have, they're always okay with like with you, the best version. Of, they want you to be the best version of you, and I think that's I think that's one of the dopest things that you can ever you never want right. to me. But like, 
I I don't know. It's it's hard to say because I think that we all struggle with not trying to let someone down. Mm-hmm. And I think we I think we all try to go like 110% to make sure that that never happens. Right. And that's and that's understandable cuz yeah. We we're, we're willing to we want to be loyal. We want to make sacrifices for the people that yeah. we care about. But you know, and this is something I've noticed too, Dre. We we always want people to be patient with us for what yeah. we're going through. But very rarely do we ever reciprocate that same energy, that same patience to other people. But what so what, you know, with that, we to for all of us to be better individuals, we have to be okay with our loved ones taking time to themselves because that's what's necessary for them to be better and for them to grow. And if I love you, I want you to be the best version of yourself. So you do what you do. You take time. You do what you got to do. Because I know if I ever was in that situation and I need to take time off, they're going to give that same energy back to me. So it's important to be patient with people, to be understanding in that aspect. Yeah. Um, it, I, I've definitely noticed that. But I think, I think patience comes with experience. And, and that's weird that we were, we're like, like you said, with, when we are given the other side of it with the same situation that people aren't as patient because with experience you it's supposed to come patience i would think and yeah. you're supposed to get better but like some people just it, it struggle they struggle with it yeah it, it's really it's really it's kind of it's kind of funny to hear about that yeah. i never thought about it like that but you definitely you definitely touched on something that i never i never looked at it a different way but it's something we all struggle and but that came from self-reflection like i was thinking to myself one day man I love it when people are patient with me, like, cause I know I can be difficult at times. We all can be difficult at times, but then I thought to myself, well, am I giving that same energy back to other people? Am I being patient with them? Am I being understanding with them? Cause that's, that's hypocritical. That's not fair if, if I'm not. So I have to give back that same energy. I have to do that same thing. Definitely understand. Absolutely. But then any Jay, you know, like you said, it comes down to taking accountability, but you know, and we're, we're saying a lot about people having you problems. We all don't, I don't want to, this to get misconstrued. Yeah. We yeah. all, we all have you problems. This isn't just a singular group. We all have you problems. And if you don't think you have a you problem, that's a you problem because you're lying to yourself. That's, that's, that's not, true. No one is perfect. Like we all have problems that we need to address within ourselves. But the point is that we have to take time. It's okay to be alone for an extended period of time to just fix yourself and work on yourself. That's totally okay. And it's, it, it's safe. You're, it's okay to be alone is the point that I'm trying to make because that's the only way you can be the best version of yourself. So don't project that insecurities on other people by not knowing who you are and getting upset when other people have you know, successful things going on. Because you want to be the best version of yourself in a relationship to your family members uh, as a teammate in your job and the only way to do that is to understand who you are as individual and then by doing that you can put yourself in the right sort of environment but the only way that starts is by first addressing the situation face on and and dre you know we had some some fans that wrote in to the show they responded to our questions when we asked what is one character flaw that you feel you have that you're currently working on and we all have these flaws so i'm just going to read these out to you and i just want to i just want to hear what you what you think about them so the first one is i'm extremely impatient 
Um, that's a, I, I don't think people realize like being patient or having impatience. I, that just comes with time. Like that, that's, that's, that's a time thing. Like you got to learn. That's something you have to learn. And I think like one of the ways that I, like just me speaking from my, from my point of view, one of the ways that I learned how to do this, don't, don't laugh at this. This is really funny is that I always was, I always was forced to go with my grandparents to uh, when they were like when shopping. Cause like, you know, if they're going shopping, obviously I'm about to get something, mm-hmm. but my grandmother would go shoe shopping and her shoe shopping would be 45 minutes to an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. While my shoe shopping is more of like 10 to 15 minutes. <laughs> and I remember sitting there with my grandpa and being like, why is this taking so long? Like just, just complaining about it. And then he's like, he had to really sit me down one day and he's like, he said, what better do you like? He's like, just why, why aren't you just learning? He's like, calm down. He's like, be okay. It'll be okay. He said, the world's not going to end. He's like, just calm down and like, learn how to learn, learn some patience right here. Like, I, I think that that, like that specifically was one of the times where I was like, I got to learn how to just like chill out, like just learn how to chill and, and relax and just have like be, be present in the moment of this patient, like being patient. Yes, absolutely. Being present in the moment. And also, Dre, that's a sacrifice you made for your grandma by going to the mall with her and being for, with her for that long. And then think about all the sacrifices that your grandmother has made for you, you know, yeah. and back to relationships. It's about loyalty and sacrifice. You make, you do those, you do those things for the people you love. But like you said, that's something that comes with wisdom and age and that develops over time. It takes a while, man. It does. Absolutely. And yeah, that's well said. I like, I like how you said being present in the moment because that can lead to anxiety and overthinking as well. Us thinking forward, like thinking in the future, oh man, what's going to happen? What's, what's going on right now? are thinking in the past like oh is that the right decision i made like i wish i could, you know they think to themselves like i wish i could go back in time but like you said present moment and focusing on what you can control in that moment that's all you can do that's all you can focus on because everything else is going to fall into mind and you're just going to overstress yourself so only focus on what you can control and that i think that can help with being impatient yeah well uh so the next one emotional intelligence oh uh, you want to take this one or you, or I, I got you. Yes, I will. Yeah, I'll take this one. Um, okay, got it. so I, when it comes to emotional intelligence, you know, there's, there's all these psychiatric books that teach us how to be good partners when it comes to relationships, but we keep saying this, Dre, really what it comes down to is loyalty and sacrifice when it comes to relationships. Cause when you're able to make sacrifices, you're willing to, you're willing to, um, sorry, you're willing to be more understanding on an emotional level of what, of what people, of what people, you know, have going on. And you know, when it's so, you know, speaking on, sorry, emotional intelligence, I, I think that that's really what it comes down to being understanding and patience. Like we back back to patience, but like being understanding and being willing to make sacrifices for 
you know, what you what your significant other might have going on. But I think that's emotional intelligence is something also that comes with time as well. But um but this was a good one, yeah. Most what do you think? Um, I think with especially emotional intelligence, um the number one thing you have like for this, you have to have, I don't care who you are or what it is, number one thing you have to have is some type of understanding. You have to have understanding to emotionally be able to to like read a room or to emotionally like to to just understand someone's emotional or to actually like just read a read a person and see like okay they're they may not like be they may be going through something like anything else. like let me be understanding have some type of I want to I don't want to say empathy that's right word. that's the right word okay yeah so it's how being able to have some type of empathy, empathy for that person like. You may not have gone through it, or you may have gone through a similar situation, or you may have been been gone through a similar situation. So you're just like, I understand what you're going through. Like it's okay. Absolutely. Um, I agree 100, Dre. And also, that comes that comes back to knowing who you are, knowing yourself, so knowing what triggers you on an emotional level, and knowing how to put yourself, either prevent yourself from being in environments where you can be emotionally triggered. And being in environments that can be emotionally stimulating for you. That comes back to knowing who you are as well. Uh, so the next one we have is getting angry when I have to repeat myself. <laughs> hey man, I like a lot of that. Like sometimes people genuinely just don't hear hear you, I guess, but that's like I don't want to say that's childish in a way because it's like sometimes you, you know like sometimes you have to maybe okay let me say this maybe you didn't explain yourself the best and you have to look at your communication and how you how you explained it so maybe the communication could have been better more times more times or so like 90 like I want to say at jobs or in relationships that can be that can literally be like the biggest block it's just your communication it's just like how you communicate communicate things to people like what you do with one person is not something you can do with the other like how you communicate something with one partner is not like you can't do with like the next partner it just doesn't work like that and when you have when you explain to yourself something like when you explain something to someone and then you get mad because you have to repeat it twice maybe that person just genuinely didn't understand like what you were saying right. or you, or you just didn't explain it that well to, for them to get like it, that just happens. Yeah. I, I have nothing to add to that. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was, yeah, that's perfect. Right. I agree. I percent. I have nothing to add to that. Um, okay. Next one, expecting to mount too much out of other people. You got that one. That's okay. definitely you. That's yes. definitely more. And this, Dre, this is something I've spoken with you about before from my prior experiences um, growing up in life. Um, what I've learned is that so you don't do good things expecting something in return, right? Just do good things for the sake of just being a good person, right? So do, do good deeds expecting nothing in return because 
knowing that, okay, I did this for someone just, I'm just because I'm a good person and I care about that person. You should never expect something to come back to you. Cause that's not how, that's not really, that's like self-interest properly understood. It's like, okay, am I doing this because I'm a, I genuinely care. Or am I doing this because I want something in return? You know what I mean? And so I'm going to use a, 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 a concept of money as well. So always loan, only loan, first of all, only loan money that you can't, that you can afford to lose. Right. So, but also loan money with the expectancy of not getting it back repaid to you. And now say if someone, you know, repays you the money you gave them or say someone does something good for you because you did something good for them, that's a good person. And keep that in mind in the future and know that, okay, this is someone I want in my life because they're loyal, they're, they're, they have good tendencies, they, they can treat me with respect. So just keep that in mind going forward. But, but just remember that just do good things for the sake of being a good person. If someone doesn't reciprocate that back to you, that's on them. That's their karma. And that's something that they have to deal with. But don't let that affect you as an individual. Uh, next one, unforgiveness. Unforgiveness? Yeah. Oh, man. that. I think that... Oh, that for me, I think that's, that's really, really hard because I don't have anything where I... I'm I'm like, okay, I can't forgive you. I can't forgive that person. That's mm -hmm. just not that's not necessarily how I was raised. Um, so if you can if you want to do it, you can. I, I don't have I can't help you with that too much because I feel like I'm for anything, like there's nothing in this world that's un unforgiving that you can't forgive someone. Like it's it, there's there's I would say there's um uh, what is it? Like you never forget, but you can you can definitely find a way to forgive. Yeah. What about, um, what about what are you thinking? I do, I do believe there are non-negotiables in this life. I do believe there are things that can't be, I believe there are things that happen between, you know, maybe relationships that cause the relationship to not be able to be rekindled or fixed. I do believe there are certain things in life that can make that happen. And I, with this being said, I, like you said it, you can forgive right? But that doesn't mean you have to continue to associate with that person. Sometimes yeah. the healthiest thing for you as an individual is to separate yourself from that situation completely. But you can't hold you can't hold that animosity. You can't hold on that anger because that's just eating you up, you, eating you up inside and that's weighing you down. And that's how we form, you know, debilitating traits about ourselves. So it's important to forgive, but that doesn't mean you have to continue to associate. You can just move forward. And you know that's why. Because if you don't forgive, you're just you're hate you're 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 hate you're keeping all that energy bottled up inside, you know. Because yeah. just don't associate with that person anymore. But for your sake as an individual, for your mental health, just move forward. Just move forward once again. Because that's not on you. Whatever they did is on them. Don't let that affect you. Just just move forward. Move forward. But okay, next one. Being overly nice to people. And not putting myself first in certain situations. Oh, oh! I think we can split this one up for because I I think I have that. I, think I would say that I have that sometimes. I have the troubles. Like mm -hmm. I'll be, I give people chances so much, and I feel like that that's that's not the best thing. And being overly nice that's not it's not a horrible character trait. Like just being being nice is not a, a bad character trait. But you got to know when. 
someone's trying to take advantage of you. Right. Or people are trying to use you as like a stepping stool. Like you, you have to have some type of, some type of backbone, I will say. Yeah. And I, I don't agree with, I don't agree with letting people step on, on you. That, that's something that I never, I, I, I don't think you should let happen to anyone ever. Anyone should ever let them, let that happen to themselves ever. Okay. That's disrespectful to your, That's disrespectful to yourself. I don't think that's a, that's cool. I agree. Um, respect has to be earned. It's just yeah. not given. So, a lot of us in life, we go around trying to be the nice guy. We try to go around being Mister Perfect. We try to, you know, put on this persona of, of being the nice guy. That's how you set yourself up for failure. Don't go around trying to be the nice guy. Just make sure you're doing right by people and people are doing right by you. Now, if they're not reciprocating that same level of respect, that same level of gratitude, then now you know how to operate. Now you know how to move forward as an individual. That's not someone you want to be around. Then you can no longer, they no longer get that respect. They no longer get that gratitude because it wasn't reciprocated back to you. But we have to understand that and not focus on just being this perfect, nice person. Mm -mm. Just make sure you're doing right by people off of GP, general principle and make sure they're doing right by you. And that's really what it comes down to. That'll, that's gonna alleviate all the problems of, you know, you know, having people in your life that, you know, aren't reciprocating the same energy you're giving. It's gonna alleviate you not putting yourself first in, you know, most situations. What you'll find happening is that once you remove those type of people from your life, you're gonna have people that Aren't even, they aren't going to let you do that. They're going to say, no, you need to handle your you handle your business first and then you come back to me. And that's the kind of people you want in your life. And so by make sure you're just doing right by people, by doing right by others and do right by yourself, that's just going to alleviate all the other problems. The next one is patience and realizing that my aspirations will be met in due time as long as I put the work in. Ooh, <laughs> hey, hey, look, whoever that person is that said that, I am going through the same thing you are. It is 100% the hardest thing in the world. Um, but I'll say this, like, um, you know, you got to be patient for your opportunity. Understand that it's going to come. Are you ready for it? Like, that's that's the only thing that you should be having in your head. Like, you just stay ready for that like for that opportunity and especially like man like take a date like don't don't think don't make a calendar and think of it so many so many weeks years in, in advance like take it day by day and that's what you want to do like break it down day by day chop it down like you can even do hour by hour if you want to to like help your day go through mm -hmm. don't don't do it weeks at, at a time like that I feel like li living like that doesn't help. Like live day to day, like live day by day, because then you know. Like I'm not saying don't plan for don't plan for the future, but plan your plan yourself accordingly day by day. Like it helps pass time. It helps keep you patient. It doesn't create that type of anxiety and anxiousness in in, in one person. I'll say. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love that. I love that. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, the next one, my indecisiveness. Oof. You got, you got that one? I'll take this one. Uh, this comes down to confidence. Confidence in whatever decision we make. And what we what we what you come to realize is that so I'm going to use a basketball analogy here. The players 
out of all of us that have the most confidence normally are the ones that work the hardest. And so how that translates to life is that how you work hard in life is once again, our topic, knowing who you are as an individual. Once you know who you are as, as an individual and you know that I can only focus on what I can control and I know that this situation is gonna be perfect for me, for who I am, that allows us to make easier decisions because we know what's gonna benefit us in the future. You know what I mean? And like the most high always puts everything perfectly for us at the right time. And once we understand that, okay, this situation, this job is perfect for me because I know who I am. I know my traits. I know what I like. I know what I like to be around. I'm going to choose this job over this other job right here because this doesn't really fit me. But this job right here, it fits me because I know who I am. So I'm going to go over here. So to fix indecisiveness, we have to fix our confidence. In order to fix our confidence, we have to know who we are, embrace who we are as individuals. The, next, the last one, Dre, is doubting myself. I'll say, I feel, does that kind of go with indecisiveness? Do you I think? think it does. I think it does. Okay. So um, I'll say this, especially about the indecisiveness and, and doubting oneself. Um, I got this. I heard a, a guy told me this recently. He was, and it's, it goes to the back to the basketball analogy. He was like, shoot, shoot the shot and live with the consequence. He's like, mm. He's like, you, he's like, once you shoot the shot, he's like, it, it's like a five second rule. Don't think about it after. He's like, it doesn't matter. You live with what, you live with what the decision you made. I think that, and I'll be like, I, I remember thinking that and I was like, you know what? That's very true. I was like, I've, I was like, yeah, I've taken some L's from it, but I was like, I've also taken some, some wins from like living like that. I was like, I would rather do that. And like you said, that goes with confidence. Like that made my confidence grow. Like my confidence went through the roof after i heard that right and i was like all right i'm just shooting i was like it's a it's one shot like it's one one shot and i'm okay with whatever happens after this ball leaves my hand yeah so with that with like thinking of it like that like all right it's one decision that i have it it's one uh job opportunity and you you have those two you weighing them out it's like okay I make that decision to make to like pick this job over the other other live with your live live with it like it's okay if it doesn't work out cool fine new job got it got it, it may not that may not have been for you if it does you're looking back at it like oh cool like yeah. i i it worked out for me like i did i did pretty well i learned i learned myself yeah and like you said that's that's also learning yourself like it you you kind of prepare yourself and, and like you can prepare yourself for those situations, I think. Absolutely. I think I think you're hundred percent right, bro. I agree. Yeah. yeah, but we so we really appreciate the fans that you know took the time out to you know, be vulnerable and open with us and give their responses to this. Um we really appreciate you guys. Thank you. And there, there are so many more, but we couldn't read them all. We just read a few, but we really we really appreciate it for that. But Dre, I think this is a really great show. Um, thank you for being transparent and vulnerable on this show. Um, I think you know what time it is. Uh, do you know what, this, this is all we have for today? So do you have any shout outs that you want to give? Um, shout out to all the people out there that have always been up, like been supporting us. We, um, I will say that we are more appreciative. We are more appreciative day by day. 
like we we really do appreciate you guys honestly take especially taking the time for two two recent graduates and like listening to us and just our take on like our, everything that's around us yes. um shout out to shout out to you kashan obviously you know sir <laughs> thank you thank you um shout out to one of my closest friends um brandon b remby we'll have him on the show one day uh he has a great story i think we we want to kind of get out there mm-hmm. and um you know that's it man shout out to shout out to the folks that's about it yes yes um once again shout out to our support systems uh our fans our families thank you so much uh thank you for all you guys all you do none of this is possible without you guys um you know just we're just so blessed for everything we have and we're so grateful for everything thank you dre for making this job easier um Shout out to the KRSN radio show hosted by my good friend, uh, Braxton Smith. Shout out to the Lost Generation show hosted by my good friend, Javon Connor. Um, shout out to the Choir Boy clothing line uh, ran by my good friend, Stephen Horton. Uh, shout out to the Anthony Evans YouTube channel. Shout out to the Tatiana Jasmine YouTube channel. Shout out to the Nerdy and Many Ways YouTube channel. And I just want to say this, Dre, and uh, say this to the people that are listening. Listen, I don't want to make it seem like we know everything because we don't. We're we're in our early 20s. We don't know everything. But I'm only I'm only giving you guys my perspective and what I've seen and what I know. Now you can take that at face value, but I'm just giving you my perspective on things. Now we may not just we might not agree. That's fine. We don't have to agree on everything. But I'm just giving you guys my perspective. Dre's giving you his perspective on what we know and how we feel we can all be better individuals. Okay also guys uh we all i just want to add on like with that being said um if you feel like you don't agree with something hey dm us tell us that you don't agree with it like we are if you like we're okay with being wrong that's something that like we're okay with we're we want to have discussions with everyone here so please tell us like if you feel like something's not like ah you didn't touch that subject too well or you guys didn't like you guys didn't go in depth as we want. Like, let us know. Like, we want to know. What do you guys like to hear about? Yes, we really appreciate that. Absolutely, Dre. Um, once again, we love you guys. Thank you guys for the support. Uh, Thank you. Yes, and we'll be back again next week, guys, with some more content, some more videos, and also be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, the Sorry to Bother You Show. Also, be sure to check us out on the Patreon channel. We offer more exclusive content, you know, game film, breakdown, game analysis, and more topics such as this. We have a lot of videos on there, so go ahead, go ahead and support any way you can on Patreon if you want to. But guys, we love you. Um, continue to stay safe. Be vigilant. Make smart, make smart decisions. And until next time, guys, peace.